0: Imagine meeting around the water cooler to feel more connected during these current times. The world is in a tailspin right now and many people are feeling the effects in ways they might not have imagined they would. Fears are running high, stress levels are increasing by the minute, and uncertainty is the word of the day. With the immediate transition to having to socially isolate for the interim time, many are unsure what to think, how to act, and in some cases, how to breathe with ease. The Inspired Choices Network has created an impromptu hour twice per week to help support, reassure, and offer assistance during this difficult time of transition. Please join one of our amazing hosts as they come online to share words of wisdom, encouragement, inspiration, laughter, and much more.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Christine McIver, the first person around the water cooler, and I'm being joined by my beautiful colleague, wow, I can't drink, I can't drink, I can't speak, wow, what's going on with me? I have my wonderful co-host today, Melissa Jelanique. Good morning, Melissa. Good morning, darling.
2: I can't believe that I'm actually hanging out with you right around the water cooler. This is so romantic. I feel... I feel like I just want to like cuddle you up right now cuz we're not allowed. It's covid times and
1: the closer <laughs> I get
2: to you the more I want to touch you. So you know how it
1: goes. <laughs> you are adorable. You make me laugh so much and oh, don't we need more and more of that laughter. So I'm drinking coffee today. Water is just not enough for me. How about you, Melissa?
2: Coffee cooler. Hell yeah. I've actually had coffee four days in a row. If you can hear it in my voice, I'm like a different me. This drug is like super working for me. And uh, Mike, my husband, the other day was like, he made coffee. I was like, oh, did you leave me coffee? He's like, sweetie, I make you coffee every day, but you weren't drinking it. And then I felt bad about wasting. (laughs) Here's a good one. I felt bad about wasting coffee crystals. So I I didn't make a lot for you today. But if I knew you were going to drink coffee, I would make you coffee. I was like, oh, my God, I'll drink coffee if you make it. So now he's been making me coffee, and I'm, like, becoming a little bit addicted and a little bit crazy Mm -hmm. in the head, which I'm now creating things because I'm awake to, like, one in the morning. Like, one coffee at 9 a.m. gets me jacked for the whole freaking day. That's the kind of (laughs) coffee drinker I am.
1: That's the kind of coffee. You know, you wouldn't make uh, the coffee owners out there very happy (laughs) if everybody was like you, right? Oh, my gosh. We So we are talking today, uh, water cooler conversation. So this came about a couple of weeks ago. Time actually feels like it's stopped and is going really quickly for me. I don't understand it exactly. Um, but we came up with this uh, a few weeks ago when we were having a team meeting. And we just really felt like a lot of people out there that, you know, what could we do to support people in this time of great need and while this is not you know building ventilators or giving blood it is a place where people can come and hang out and maybe get a little bit of support and some guidance and hey maybe even some laughter right uh we want to keep it light and joyful but you know what if something is really intense for somebody i'm totally up for talking about it how about you melissa
2: Absolutely. So people are listening in live with us. Uh, it's helpful if you're listening in live and you call in because if you're listening to the podcast, it's going to be really hard for us to connect with you. I mean, we probably <laughs> can because we're that psychic, but truly it's easier if you're connecting with us live, just saying. So.
1: Exactly. That's my wisdom exactly. of the
2: hour. That's as hard <laughs> as I'm going to get in this hour.
1: <laughs> it, I don't believe that. But hey, <laughs> so... So Melita, you live in rural Ontario. You are kind of out in the boonies. Um I ha- I still have to use my GPS every single time to come <laughs> find you. Um and I'm living in the city, uh, in southern Ontario. And while we're all experiencing this time of COVID nineteen, we're experiencing it differently. What's it what's it been like for you and your family? Okay,
2: well, the first thing I noticed, so for me and my family, it's actually been pretty cool, because we live on 45 acres of land. So we're already isolated. And we we're actually the only difference in my life right now is that I don't have clients in my home. But everything else is operating as normal. Uh, My daughter is being homeschooled with She absolutely loves, and we're connecting with her friends to actually uh, co-create online to have some schooling online happening. Uh, They were supposed to go back to school on Monday, but I think that's going to get postponed. So we, uh, me, and some of the moms are getting together, and we're going to do some classes online with our kids. So I'll be teaching math, which is fun for me, and some of the other moms will be teaching other things as well. So we're kind of sharing their responsibility. And the teachers have actually sent us homework for us to follow curriculum so that our kids don't fall behind, which is kind of uh, neat, because prior to this, uh, you know, I'd considered homeschooling many times, and Ziva was actually homeschooled for kindergarten. Uh, and I overdid it in kindergarten. I actually ended up teaching her stuff that was up till grade three. And then she went to kindergarten and was kind of trained to dummy it down. So it's kind of fun for me that I get to be back in in the reins of using curriculum, but also expanding on the curriculum with her. So we're actually having a lot of fun, which is funny. I mean, everybody else is like losing their tits left, right, and center. And we're just like, hey, we're going to go
1: for a walk in the woods. So
2: that's where we're at. Where are you guys at, like hanging in London, Ontario? What's going on for you?
1: yeah, Yeah, well, it's very opposite to you. Um, as you know, my partner came back from the Bahamas and came back on, um, Friday, this past Friday. So what was that, March 20 something? Um, and he was actually the last person. This is so typical, him, right? He was the last person to get on the last plane leaving the Bahamas. Go, Dave,
2: go. That's so funny. I love it.
1: Right? so they are they're not running planes anymore um out of there so you can't leave so if you've gone in you can't get out and wow. and of course the uh, protocol is when you come from out of um our country you have to immediately go into isolation you have to some some of the um Uh, airports are actually making you sign an affidavit. Other ones are having you swear to that, that you uh, will do that. Um, So it's, that's where we're at right now is we are um, in isolation. We're in an apartment, downtown London, Ontario, and we can hear, it's so weird, Melissa, because we can hear people, a lot of people walking around and talking outside. And it's like, do you guys not know that you're not supposed to be close to each other and so on? So it's such an interesting time and um, such a variance between like where you are and where I are. But I think that there's probably, you know, a billion different experiences happening for everyone right now. Uh, Thank you for everyone that's joining us in the chat room. We would love to get your input on what's going on in your world. Melita. What is the biggest struggle that you are noticing with people online? So
2: when I'm looking at different posts and things, there's a lot of people I think are buying into a lot of different points of view that are being presented daily about you know, the lack in the universe. Uh, oh, my God, there's no food. Oh, my God, what's happening? Uh, different series about what started what and who's to blame. And there's so much finger pointing going on. I think if we could just eliminate the finger pointing and look at the bigger picture, we could get rid of a lot of the crazy right now. So <laughs> I- I'm curious, like, are you even like people who are listening out there, are you secretly pointing fingers to like it's got to be this and they did this to do this, to do that, to do that? Um, conspiracy theories are going wild. If you're a conspiracy theory writer right now, I think you're going to be doing really well. Uh, in your business, so mm-hmm. keep going. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's your thing because people are looking at every possible conspiracy going on, and there is so so many. Yes, as Jennifer is saying in the chat room, the COVID Mythbusters, and people are like fighting each other online. There, where's the love, peeps? Like people will post things and they'll say, "Get your facts straight." I'm going to unfriend you because you posted an untrue fact. I'm like, wow. I really uh, was. I, I actually haven't been unfriended, but I've seen. Posts, yeah. There's a, a few posts by people I know who have said, if you're not going to post the facts, forget about it. I'm not going to be friends with you. I'm going to unfollow you. Wow. Like, we don't actually know the goddamn facts. So people are putting out their points of view like, I think, in a way that we've never really seen people put out their points of view, except for Trump, who loves putting out his points of view. It's like we've all become Trump wow. somehow, like the majority of us. So For everybody out there who thinks they're not Trump, but you're, like, promoting and propagating um, all of these points of view, Uh, you are Trump, by the way. So just see that, know that, hashtag, you are Trump. Very,
1: very very interesting. I was watching a um, talk show last night, and it was, uh, I think it was two weeks old. Um, I can't see the guy's name in my mind right at the moment, Sorry haven't had enough coffee around the water cooler yet, um, but it was two weeks old. This guy is a very, he interviews politicians all the time, very, very factual. Oh, Bill Maher. Bill Maher. Oh, yeah. do you know who Bill Maher is? He's phenomenal. I love Bill Maher. And it was a two-week-old show, Melissa, and it was fascinating to me to observe what we were talking about two weeks ago in comparison to what we know today. It was like a world of difference and it was, it was really cool to observe it and at the same time to kind of go, okay, so what, what are we toting right now? What are we kind of hanging our flagpole on right now? That even two days from now will be so incredibly different and and you know to these people that are fighting with each other and carrying on I, really wh- what are you so afraid of that you need to be pushing people away at this time like this is the time we need to be coming together and there are so many beautiful examples of people coming together that we're seeing like i mean I, i'm i'm in tears all the time on facebook just blown away by what people are doing and i'm on i go on tiktok and instagram and and just to to observe the love that's out there is phenomenal but what is it what is it that is pushing people to push people away
2: yeah, what is it that's pushing people away? Well, push energy pushes people away, right? So anytime you're trying to get in people's faces and
1: prove something
2: to them, that'll definitely get people pushed away. So if you feel like you need to be heard, <clears throat> what's your platform for being heard? Because if you really feel, and I've had a few people say that too, it's like, nobody's listening to me. I'm like, wow, were people ever listening to you? Is it is now just the time you started to think that maybe your voice was valuable? Maybe you could get a podcast here with us, you know, get a radio show on Inspire Choices Network and say what you want to say to the world, because that's what I started doing. And now my voice is interestingly shifting as we're talking. I'm like, wow, I like that. That is kind interesting. Of my, se- my sexy voice. <coughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> it, it, yeah.
1: it It is very strange how how people um, respond. It's kind of like you you see how people respond in a crisis, right? You see some people will run away and other people, other people will actually step into their greatness during a a crisis. Um, There's so much uh, uncertainty out there and so much, uh, which is triggering fear as opposed to curiosity, which I find fascinating. I I really do. And, you know, if I said some of the things that I think, I think people (laughs) would be like throwing daggers my way big time, Melita, because I don't. I'm not in this insanity of freak out. I'm just, it's, I think that there is a lot more, um, a lot more hyping going on around the shitty things than there is around all of the collective facts. Does that make sense?
2: there is a lot more crazy than facts going on for sure because so we actually will never really truly know the facts that's that's the gist of it right like we've got so many um, so many people with so many different variations of facts on this and even sci- scientific perspectives depending on the studies they're doing they're all going to have different takes on it as well and I've seen some kind right. of say, well, we found forty variations of this. It's like a competition for who can find out more, or you know, who's going to win?
3: Who's
1: going to win that we've got the worst situation?
2: <coughs> wow, voice! Wow, so what is that? <laughs> what
1: what wow, does your voice really want you to say, Melita?
2: Oh, there's a lot of things I'd like to say, but we are on Inspire Choices Network, and we don't want to be shut down. So <laughs> that is my interesting. As I was thinking about something, my voice did that, but I, I am actually, I can share it with you post-show. Um, there, there are things that are very curious going on in the planet, and I would just have, like, really question everything. You know, as much as science says there's this virus going around, I would even question truth. What is this? What is this really? Have a conversation with this entity that we call COVID-19 and find out, you know, who is it? What is it? What does it desire to be heard? Right. So I'm going to speak on behalf of COVID, which is probably what interestingly, there's my voice again. <laughs> so, so yeah, that is maybe it would funny. like to be heard. So what okay. are we not
1: hearing? It, what, a, what a fabulous experience this is going to be we're going to go for our first break of the show and when we get back Melissa is actually going to speak on behalf of COVID-19 uh if you would (laughs) like to ask some questions if you would like to join us in the chat room uh please do so come on over to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com join us in the chat room and then you can certainly call in uh 815-880-8255 in the U.S. 613-800-8736 in Canada. You can always use Skype to contact Inspired Choices Network. Um, Yeah, stay tuned. We're going to be back and enjoy this absolutely phenomenal song I will speak to you after we get back.
0: You are listening to Water Cooler Conversations on the Inspired Choices Network. Feel free to join us in the chat room by going to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com and clicking on the chat room link. You can also call in in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, and you can Skype us from anywhere in the world. Just come on over to Inspired Choices Network. And now let's resume our Water Cooler Conversations.
1: Yeah, let's resume the conversations. We are having so much fun in the chat room when maybe people don't think we should be having fun. Have you gotten that, Melissa? Like right now, you damn well should be serious and not having fun?
2: Yes, even when, you know, walking around with your mask, you don't want to put like Mickey Mouse ears on it or anything because that's wrong. You really can't like even have fun with, even taking things to look after yourself, even in in the method of looking after yourself. It's very serious. And I, I think too, even when I talk to people prior to all this going on, when I talk to them about you know, what would your body like to do, you know, what are you avoiding doing to look after your body? So many people take that as like a, a very serious job. It can't be playtime. It's got to be a serious, serious job. And truly, that's not ever how I've approached it. I'm not somebody who does well with uh, taking anything very seriously. So, And maybe people out there are. They require being serious, and that's okay. I'm not one of those people. So I think part of my invitation on the planet is to just laugh and like not take yourself seriously because we all poop and we all sneeze and we all have stuff running out of us. We're actually kind of hilarious as bodies. To put in general so if we take it too freaking seriously we actually can't see the bigger picture we start to narrow it down to the musts and the have tos and we start to limit things so it's uh we have a friend in the chat room who's actually been fired for not being serious that's great uh i, I have not i've actually had uh, some interesting takes from different um, bosses in the past who thought I was fascinating I, sometimes I would get like bonuses for my not seriousness so that was kind of cool I, I didn't ever really get so much in trouble I think I was mostly hired by people who uh, got that I was a little bit different so that's, that's kind of fun um, you
1: you are a little bit different it's good a
2: little bit yeah. <laughs> so yeah like what are we doing taking things seriously it's You know, if you need to, I think what you need to do is be aware. That's really it. Like, what are you aware of? And what is, like, for you, what is the energy of this uh, thing called COVID? What does it include? Does it include every other germ you've ever, you know, come across or heard of? Because I think a lot of people think it's like this massive thing, like it's every germ on the planet.
1: Right. Well, you know, I haven't really given that thought what you just said but it, what it reminds me of is when and I don't know what year this happened but when um HIV AIDS yes. first came out right when that first came out there was a collective uh holding of the breath across the world and um there was fear went through the roof I mean talk about being um uneducated at that time I mean when was that was that 30 years ago, maybe, or 25 years ago when that hit? Almost
2: 40 years ago, actually, early 80s. And when it first hit, it was actually yeah. called the gay-related disease. It wasn't even called HIV. So they called it right. the gay-related disease for a lot of years before. And, and at first, too, they didn't really have enough information. So they thought, just like they're talking about COVID, they thought you could catch it from touching, you know, a doorknob. The, you know, a gay man touched a doorknob, you're going to get it. So there was a lot of panic and paranoia Going on in a lot of right. loathing of anybody who is homosexual, which I mean, there's still a lot of that going on in the world, but yeah, um, it's it's it wasn't that, was it? Right? There was a lot of no. people who were not gay is, who had
3: AIDS
1: or HIV. And this is the piece. This is the piece that really is frustrating. Like I'm, if anything, I'm frustrated in that have we not learned from some of these really big, huge events in the world that we need to get the facts from the people that are actually in the know, i.e. the scientists, the medical people that are on the ground, that that have the information, that know exactly what's going on. Like, you know, I'm very proud to be a Canadian, our Prime Minister, and even our Premier of Ontario, which makes me shocked that I'm even saying this. They've stepped up. They have really, really stepped up, but they are following the guidance of the real experts. And there are so many other countries where the leaders, we know Donald Trump, has said 17,000 different things simultaneously for the last several weeks that has put the people of the United States in harm's way. And, you know, I appreciate that a lot of people will look to the Prime Minister, they'll they look to the President, but you, you know, just like that song, I, I just got to go back for a second, that song, Global Embrace, is sang by the beautiful Keisha Clark, who is one of our gorgeous hosts here on the network, she's one of our producers, she created that song four years ago, and one of the lines that is in there is, choice is your liberation. Like, you have a choice, who you're going to listen to. You have a choice where you're going to get your facts. Are you going to be pulled into the chaos of social media where people are losing their shit, they're unfriending each other because they've decided that someone is wrong and and they're right and vice versa and all the rest in between? Or are you actually going to go to sources? Like, maybe once a day, I'll look at some source of information that's extremely uh, reliable And they have the credentials in this area. And then that's it. I'm not reading all the other shit. Because it is so easy to get pulled down in the insanity. But talk about insanity. The Prime Minister of Brazil, whatever the dude's name is, he believes that this is all a media hoax. And he is doing nothing and he is not guiding his people to take any kind of precautions Whatsoever, um, to the to the to the to the point that the the um, the gangs the gangs uh, on the streets of Brazil believe it's true, and they are actually walking door to door. If you're not in your house at nine o'clock, you're going to be in trouble with the gangs on the street. Interesting. So
2: right? there's a lot of going on we'll just put it that way um, but I think there and there are a lot of different scientific perspectives going on so when we talk about getting the facts and the real facts uh, truly we, can, we cannot because truly from one science person to another even when they're investigating their information and their background is different so what they're telling us is going to come from a different perspective and even their research will be different right so uh, a lot of the the scientific perspectives that I follow would actually tell us this is something completely different it's not so that's a whole other story um but I'm just saying like and there are so there are physicists out there that are looking at this there are chemists that are looking at this there are uh physio- people who study physiology like the medical professions there are people who are immunologists there are people who are you know, creating vaccines who are looking at this. So many different perspectives. And there are so many different ways to approach this. So what I'm saying is maybe, maybe we will never have the truth. So when we're like, got to look at the truth and what's really going on, there actually is so many truths that what I'm asking is for everybody to open their mind to look at what is true for them, because you could hear it from so many experts And just as many experts out there that have their perspectives and their scientific proving, like different methods have their different way of proving things. um, If they're looking at these different methodologies and they're coming up with their own evidence, what is your evidence? Based on nothing that you've read, if you could eliminate every perspective that you've actually read that you've been told that people are trying Mm -hmm. to perpetrate onto you if you could eliminate all of that and -hmm. if you could just be like super present with whatever this entity called COVID is what does it tell you what do you know about it because and i get that's going to have a lot of people get really angry well of course the scientists know i'm like honestly look at the bigger fucking picture sorry i gotta swear this morning because it annoys me that there's We're getting information, we're getting it from limited sources. A lot of the sources that are being put out on the media are limited sources. There are far more sources out there of information that we will never see in the mass media because those people do not want to be shut down in their profession. So if you happen to be in the know and you happen to know people working on certain other subtle levels of of things on the planet, you get to kind of see these things and I'm connected to some, but I'm definitely not connected to all of them. So even my, my information is limited and I have like multiple more source, sources, sources than what's actually going on on the internet right now. Right. So mm-hmm. look at it as an entity is what I'm saying. And what does the entity say to you? What does the COVID entity actually tell you about you and your body in your relationship with it? Because your relationship with it will be different than other people's relationship with it. Just, just like, guy in Brazil for him his relationship with it is actually he says it's a hoax so his relationship is it's not real right so when we look mm-hmm. at all these perspectives coming at us it's actually people's relationship to this to this entity and they're giving us what their relationship is but what's your relationship that's that's i think if i could say anything today that would be my my thing to say today is what is your relationship what is what is it gifting you because it's different for everybody. Yeah.
1: Hm. I like that what is it gifting you?
2: Yeah.
1: I'm you know what it's gifting me is time to be with people that I truly desire to have more time with. Yeah. It it it's creating a deeper connection when we are actually connecting. And I'm seeing this online as well. I'm seeing this online with people who, um, when they're posting something or when they're doing, you know, when they're offering their live or when they're offering, you know, what they desire to put out in the world, I'm seeing such a different up level of people being very consciously present. And it is such a gift and such a different energy Melissa to yeah. just people just you know being these fire hoses of information
2: yes exactly there's a lot of fire hoses going on which can you know everybody's getting knocked out knocked over and quite exhausted from it so
1: mm. yeah, it's fascinating so, I, I'm I, I'm loving what we're saying in the chat room There's great conversations going on um, Carla said that COVID-19 has been a huge gift to her already in so many ways. It's forcing her to have more inner work and inner focus, getting quiet and meditating twice daily, which she has never done before.
2: <laughs> That's really cool. I think a lot of <laughs> people are doing inner work in ways that have never done it before, and which I find kind of fun because I when I was 22 23 wow so I started actually uh tapping into my like inner deep you know go down into your all your sad sad crazy parts and I did it really intensely for like 14 years so in some ways um and and then now I'm, I don't feel as like I need to do it. Like I was doing it weekly for 14 years of like, what are your issues coming up? Get down and deep and feel them and write about them. And now what can you do with them? And like, that was like, it was like a uh, weekly inner torture for 14 years. <laughs> but it actually <laughs> got me a lot of awareness that now, I'm, now I'm like in a different place and I can look at it and, and I'm like, wow, I actually, gained a lot of tools over those years and I gained a lot of uh, insights and different ways to approach things so I'm super grateful for all that so-called effort I put in because it was in some days it felt like effort like showing up to go for therapy when I was just wanting to tell my therapist or my healer or you know whatever to to just screw off Uh, I was Mm. like I have no problems get away from me I don't even want to talk today I still show up and I'd still like, and all my resistance, I'd still determine that I wasn't going to be the most effed up person on the planet. I'd still show up. And, and I think right now, this is kind of a similar energy. It's like we've, even though we're like, ugh, if I have to, I'll look at it. And it's kind of like, okay, well, I guess I got time now. If I have to, uh, you know, I'm going to be by myself and look at my crap. Um, we're almost being forced into consciousness in some ways, which is kind of funny. There could be a lot of resistance to it as well. So can you just show up for it and just see what happens? Because I know for me, it was like constantly like a a struggle to even keep choosing it. Uh, And now it's just like part of my daily existence. So it's not, uh, the struggle is, is far different than it was. It's not completely gone. There are still times where I'm like, ugh, Do I want to? Do I really? And Sometimes it's about doing my show, right? And I'm like, do I even want to talk to people? What's the point? You get into those moods and then you can... Mm -hmm. So the more you do it, the more you can get yourself out of that chaos in your mind as well. So I think it's uh, beautiful Mm -hmm. that we're being forced into consciousness. I'm loving watching what people are becoming aware of. Um, I have friends and family who are writing to me going, wow, I just... I never really sat with myself to get this. I'm like, cool. So all these years we've been talking about such and such. I'm so glad you finally hear
1: it. <laughs> so,
2: right? Yay. yay! Oh, it's quiet enough for you to hear
1: it. Oh, yay! This is great. great. How yeah. how how quiet does it need to get for you to listen? How what else are you desiring um, to show up so you will finally listen?
3: Yes. <laughs>
2: Kind <laughs> of get kind
1: of quiet. <laughs> yeah, enjoy that. Yeah, I think we're headed to and, our and next. Oh, sorry, yeah, go we're ahead. going for our next break. No, no, go ahead. You go. As, I
2: was going to say, I was like, I
1: think we're headed to our next break. So. We are headed to our next break, and yeah. you know, this is uh this is a water cooler conversation. We're doing Mondays and Wednesdays here on the Inspired Choices Network, but we have shows going on. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday live. We have amazing hosts who are creating phenomenal content. And I know that this time and space, what's going on in the world, is is absolutely present in every single solitary person's show. So what's your show? You have your show tonight, Melissa. What's your show about tonight? Oh, it's
2: going to be about COVID-19 and masturbation. Are we allowed to do that? You know, I don't know, touching ourselves. You know, we're told not to touch our faces. But what about
1: our genitals? just wondering <laughs> you are awesome oh my gosh masturbation and covid-19 what shall we create today i love no it we have we have got because you gave me that
2: inspiration yeah. so thank you for that
1: <laughs> don't be telling all my secrets now i get these downloads from melissa's show sometimes she gets downloads for my show it's fun <laughs> yeah
3: it's cute
1: you know for God's sakes, don't have a lot of fun people. I actually have a fun show coming up this week. I have a guest, Sylvia Pelsker, Silk, and we're going to be talking about When the Universe Speaks. Uh, she has an amazing story about that, so I'm looking forward to that. That's on Wednesday, but we got lots of shows between now and then. So we're going to go for our last break, and we'll be back and finish up with Melissa Yelenich. Stay tuned, everybody.
3: Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at Inspired Choices
0: Network.com. You are listening to Water Cooler Conversations on the Inspired Choices Network. Feel free to join us in the chat room by going to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com and clicking on the chat room link. You can also call in in the U.S., 815-880-8255. and Canada, 613-800-8736. And you can Skype us from anywhere in the world. Just come on over to Inspired Choices Network. And now, let's resume our water cooler conversations.
1: Welcome back everyone. Yes, you are listening to the Water Cooler Conversations. I have the beautiful Melissa Jelenick with me today and we are talking about mm, I guess awareness is a big part of the conversation today. Melissa,
3: mm-hmm. a good
1: one. Can can you please explain what awareness is?
2: Yeah, that's a great question.
1: So, for me,
2: what awareness is is the willingness to To perceive energies, the willingness to know what you do know, the willingness to know what you don't know. And because a lot of times we think we know everything, so that's not really being aware. Um, so it's the willingness to be open to information and to be able to expand it beyond your comfort zone. That would be what I would call awareness.
0: What do you call awareness?
1: I, um you know what, it was my original um awareness was, what do I know? And that would get me in trouble years ago um, when I first started t- to kind of lean into this area of study. Because I would go to my mind and I would think, oh, I, I haven't learned that yet. I haven't learned that yet. But I love what you're saying is the willingness. How many of us actually have not been willing to know what we know or even being willing to go beyond what we've learned to date. Mm -hmm. Or willing to know what
2: we don't know too, because a lot of times we get so um, I know everything, right? Uh, And I think for me, one of the most freeing things was to be able to say, that's something that I haven't studied yet. I'm not aware of it. I'm going to go find out more of what I can find out. It's very freeing. not have to be it a know is. it all. I was a
1: know it all most of my life, so it's pretty freeing. Well and you're and we were we were graded on knowing it all. We yeah. were valued on knowing it all. Like how many people out there are trying to find their value in knowing it all and meanwhile they're making themselves and everybody around them crazy. Yes.
3: Yeah.
1: Like what if you awesome. don't have to know it all? What if you could just be present right here? right now and ask some questions. Mm-hmm. Is that something that people are actually willing to do? Or are they too locked down in fear?
2: Yeah, fear can definitely stop you being aware of what you do and don't know. And where you're willing to receive more information. Fear will say, no, I, I have to know everything. I have to be correct or I could die. Because we have actually survived based on being right. If we ever Mm. in the past thought that we were wrong and we made a choice, say you ate a berry that wasn't, you know, that was poison, you made the so-called wrong choice. You died. So we based our survival on being so right. So without that, Mm. without being right, we can actually be aware. So, we could have been aware, and our ancestors in some way were highly aware that they actually were able to uh, eat different foods that didn't kill them. Some of them probably got killed, and the other ones watched and went, huh, they died. Interesting. I won't eat that. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's did funny. You, but, did, you
1: see, did you see what Uncle Bill just did? Yeah. Maybe oh, don't yeah, do that. Not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was poison.
2: Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Oh. oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, the crows are eating his body now. Huh? Look at that. Oh, oh I guess we, maybe we can eat his body. Oh, no, I don't really like that. I'm not a cannibal. All right, next. Like, yeah, it could be that casual, right? Like, that's the level of casual with awareness.
1: Right, because the level of casual didn't have these strong, permanent "do not enter" walls. Of judgment, which is people were were not actually knowledgeable, they were judgmental because yes. they had judged that the one little piece of information that they apparently heard or learned was the answer and the end. And you know, hasn't that actually led to a lot of the medical problems in the world today, including Covid nineteen, is yeah. where people had decided that's it, I've learned it all how many people are not believing the um the risk that this can bring to people's lives because they actually don't want to know that that is out there
2: yeah yeah there's a lot of things that we are not willing to even know could be you know could kill us essentially like we there's a lot of things out there that people are doing on a daily basis that are like slow suicide that they don't even want to be aware of Uh, And my mom, you know, my mom. uh, and So does Jennifer in the chat room. My mom has this, uh, you know, crazy, amazing, frank ability to just ask people questions that have them just about poop their pants. And my mom's question to a lot of people regarding certain choices they're making is like, so she'll say to them, so are you enjoying your slow suicide? (laughs) <laughs> and the first time I heard her say it, I was like, I can't believe she just said that to somebody. And they were like, what? She's like, so all the things you're choosing, are any of them creating a health or happiness in your body? Have you ever even checked with that? And they're, they just go into like this amazing, hilar- it's hilarious to watch her do this with people because she just felt like, yeah, you yeah. know, are you enjoying your slow suicide? Oh, people are just like what what is she saying and and uh you know actually right now too she's been um angering a lot of people because she's she is a hermit by nature and this is like one of her most favorite times ever um she is enjoying telling people they can't come to her house she has offended so many people locally that there people are crying that my mom is saying no you can't come into my home but why she's like because covid <laughs> she's just like she's like best friend with covid right now she's like thanks covid for giving me the space for giving me the excuse because every other time people push their way through my door so she's oh she's cracking me up right now but um, yeah and still she'll still ask people about their slow suicide even during these times too
1: <laughs> what a woman yeah.
2: what a woman no like, oh, you're not choosing are you know, you're choosing to go in public without gloves on? nice close suicide enjoy yourself have fun
1: but but she she also doesn't have a point of view around whether people should survive or shouldn't survive right right no, like she used to, like though. this
2: is like yeah she used to feel like she used to get really in, invested in trying to um solve problems, but now in the last ten or so. Years she's really let go of that, which is really fun to see.
1: So, how many people out there are actually mortified by the idea that we maybe don't need to be freaked out if people don't actually choose to survive? Yeah, lots of mortification going on.
2: And isn't mortification (laughs) a cool word? It actually has the word definite in in French, mort.
1: Oh, deathification. (laughs) (laughs) How, how many people, how many people on this planet, like I was having an intense discussion with someone a a few days ago, and I said, look, the number of people that are dying right now from this current illness, a percentage of those people would have died from the regular month, yearly flu, right because they have a compromised immune system exactly right like they have a compromised immune system they're choosing to be this way no right or wrong to their choice but the the fact is that people with that don't take care of their bodies just like if you don't take care of your car your car is going to break down it doesn't mean it doesn't matter that there was a new pothole on the road you didn't take care of your car, you just happened to break your car sooner because you ran into the new pothole. Mm-hmm. People that are not taking care of their bodies are going to break them down to the point that they're not going to operate. Yeah, exactly. This is just helping them along faster.
3: Yes.
2: Yeah, and like other things will help people along faster too, different other, you know, cancers and things help help us all along. We all die. That's just the everybody has a body and your body eventually ceases to operate that's just the nature of it but the cool thing is is you're actually not your body so you are you are like far bigger than that you are this you are this energy that is beyond your body your body is included in who you are but it's not actually who you are so i know if this is like mind-bending and boggling to you that's cool um, you can always get more information on that very interesting uh, information through uh, reading different uh, texts of uh, through, you know, like reading different um, religious texts. I find reading mm-hmm. texts of different religions fascinating and, uh, and a lot of the Hindi texts which are fascinating information. They're so old and they talk about energy and all kinds of things and different um, things that we're actually talking about now as if it's new information is like 10,000 year old information. But even in that, it's like talking about the body and the being and how we are not actually our bodies. But what we're also not getting is how, you know, we're talking about how our bodies are being affected by viruses, but people are not really talking about how their energetic bodies are being affected, like they the being. What if we are actually, our being is so aware of this virus, that we have allowed ourselves to be aware of it, we would know going into that store, there's a person who was infected, and then we would not go in. So it's our our being will pick up that awareness. It'll give our body information. And then it's our responsibility to actually listen to what we're hearing or being communicated with. So my question is, are you willing Mm. to actually be aware of any of this?
1: And, and Melissa, do you get a sense that this is just the beginning of a new way of being, that this is a, uh, this COVID-19 is is a catalyst for, for the changes in the world that we've all actually been asking for on some energetic level.
2: Yeah, that's my big thing to look at too is like,
1: hey, what have we all been
2: asking for? You know, all of us who have been asking for change on the planet – uh it's not always what we think it's going to show up like, right? Like, we talk about this all the mm-hmm. time, Christine. Like, we talk about how, you know, we're like, oh, I was asking for change in my business, and it showed up, and we're like, what the stink? What was that? We didn't know it was going to show up that way, right? So we have been asking for change, but we've actually been asking for more ease. And ironically, a lot of people are having more ease. Like they're not being stuck in traffic for two hours trying to get to work. They're not having to look for babysitters. They're at home. They're actually in our country. We are so lucky in Canada that we are actually going to be are we're going to be subsidized for being at home. So we are like so lucky. Right. And we are really um,
1: lucky. And we
2: have access to money where some countries like India right now are being shut out of their banks. So
1: there are some super wow.
2: gifts of ease coming through on this.
1: Listen, my friends, we could talk for days. Come on back next Wednesday where we will have another fabulous water cooler conversation. Connect with Melissa on Facebook, on her website. Um Yeah, come check us all out here on the network. We have fabulous shows. Until next time, take good care, everyone. And remember, you can always make another choice.
0: Thank you for joining us around the water cooler today for our conversation here on the Inspired Choices Network. Connection and support for the reality of today and the gift of tomorrow. Be sure to join one of our other guest hosts on Mondays and Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Pacific time here at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. As always, we look forward to sharing more wisdom, encouragement, inspiration.